Welcome to Pegging Coffee Talk. Here are your hosts, Lady Alba and Lord Knight. So, do we need to turn the wheel? Hmm. That, yeah, that's interesting. You know, and I, I, I know some <laughs> traditionalists that would tell us yes. I have heard a lot of pagans over the years say that that is necessary. That we have to physically involve ourselves in the turning of the wheel, the moving of the seasons, the cycles. And if these rituals and stuff are not held, we will not have the seasons. Yeah. (laughs) Now, uh, gotta ask, so what is your belief on this? (laughs) So my answer to that is... um, and I'll use myself as an example. So, so break something. I broke my ankle. Okay. <laughs> um, and when you spend eight to 12 weeks of your life stuck in bed, literally the only thing you can do is occasionally get up to go to the bathroom and then you are right back to bed. You figure out pretty quickly that the whole world keeps on spinning without you. Uh, go figure. Everything. You are, yeah, there, there is not a single part of me that believes that, yeah, that's so egotistical to think that I am necessary for, for the nature to do to its do. thing. Yeah. But, but again, this actually used to be an actual belief. Yeah. It used to believe that if we didn't do the sacrifices, if we didn't do the rituals, yeah. the wheat would not grow and die so we could harvest in the whole nine yards. Yeah. Um, literally, yeah. The, uh, the seasons wouldn't change. Winter would, you know, would not end. I mean, there were any number of thoughts around that. I think the same ego that fuels that idea in a modern setting. Right is the same one that says we have to heal the planet or we have to, we have to exert our influence to course correct. Yeah. You know, the earth has done quite fine for quite a number of years before we got here. She is also a fickle beast. True. And I really truly believe that she is perfectly capable of getting rid of us if need be. Yeah. No doubt. I don't think that the planet requires us to do anything. I mean, nature doesn't care, right? That's, that's where it's so hard to, to, I think, explain to some people in nature in all forms, it does not care. It doesn't necessarily have an agenda, right? It's not Mm. out to hurt us necessarily, but it also, it does what it does because it's necessary to continue to sustain life as a whole. We, we are insignificant to it. Now, don't get me wrong. Now, I believe that ritual helps us better attune. Yes, totally. To to the seasons. Mm -hmm. To connect with it. All right. To appreciate it. To understand it. To notice it. Yeah. I think all of that. Absolutely. I mean, but to think that we somehow 
have that great an impact. And and look, don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about the environmental component. Like, yeah, pick up your trash. Don't litter. Clean a beach every now and again. Like, right. Do right. your part to not contribute to additionally damaging the planet. But I'm not talking about that. No. Literally just the idea that, yeah, some seasonally or effectively, we have to do something as a religion or Dude. as individuals. I mean, I mean, do us celebrating the equinoxes actually cause them to move on? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we all know the truth. That again, they're going to pass regardless if we're there or not. Well, it's the tree falling in the forest metaphor, right? If there, <laughs> Does it make a sound if there's no one there to hear it? It's like, mm. do the equinoxes happen if a witch isn't there to celebrate <laughs> it? I mean, it's, of course it does. Of course like, it does. You know, and, and it's kind of like if a man's alone in the woods and there's not a woman to tell him that he's wrong, is he still wrong? <laughs> You'll have to answer that one. I'm not, I'm not getting involved. I'm, I'm going to stay but, uh, silent. No, no, no. I'm, I'm with you on this. That, mm-hmm. that again, it's us attuning to this season, not us turning the wheel. No, I think what people mistake is that when a lot of us talk about turning the wheel, perhaps a better way to look at it is to walk the wheel. That makes better sense. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're going along with, it. We're following the season accordingly. I mean, to me, it's not any different than I think we all know or have, you know, that one friend who's never prepared. And, <laughs> you know, when the weather changes, you know, the rest of us are like, hey, maybe I'll bring a hoodie or a jacket just in case. And there's always that one doofus who's in shorts and flip flops. And the temp dips and you're like, bro, of course you're cold. It's fall. Like, what were you thinking? What were you thinking was going to happen? Yeah. Why? I know it was a little warmer today, but at night it's going to get colder. It's that kind of thing. We, we just, we tend to be a little bit ahead too. And I think that that is an important piece of our connection. Well, see, I think this type of connection to nature is more important today. Sure than it was in the past because you can spend all all your life inside an air conditioning or temperature controlled and never experience the harsh weather. I mean, here's an interesting thought. What about pagans who are incarcerated? What about, you know, again, they're not. Effectively, they are pagans in captivity. Exactly. So what about them? They're not experiencing the seasons the same way we are. No. doesn't mean that they're denying their existence. No. But I'm just talking about the actual experience, going out there and doing sure. it. All right, again, you have people that are sitting home all day playing video games mm-hmm. and well, not going out and touching grass. It's, you know, <laughs> we were joking earlier about how, like, when, when do we know it's fall? Oh. <laughs> and... There are so many people right now who would go because Starbucks told me because the pumpkin spice latte is back. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that when fall is now? Apparently, yeah. That's when, you know, that's when it starts. But, you know, I was in South Carolina at the beach last month, toward, you know, end of August, middle right. to end of August, looking at trees going, oh, yeah, 
we're getting yellow. We're, getting we're starting yellow. to, you know, and, and like in my head, I was like, it's fall. We're, we're there. And everybody's like, what are you talking about? It's 93 degrees outside. It's humid. It's this. I'm like, yeah. But, yet it, but, in, but, our, but, but in our heads, we're, I'm, I'm growing a beard. So my face is not cold during the winter. Exactly. It's, it's just, it's those, it's the awareness of those subtle shifts Changes. and movements and and even you know being at the beach it's it's noticing the tidal differences and how they're a little bit more intense and the waves are a little bit more intense because it's storm season and that is always around this time and it's it's ushering in fall and you know it's just being connected to that instead of again letting the commercial world dictate dictate when well, it's kind it's of like the, it's kind of like the commercial I keep on seeing here lately for Starbucks. You know, are you at peak winter? Mm. And a girl looks down and goes, "Well, I am wearing plaid. I love my plaid. Leave me alone." <laughs> but again, this is what we have in our society yeah. where people like me and you are sitting there going, "Well, the leaves are changing. It's fall." Right. And I, I think the difference too when we when we look at that. And again, modern life is that the majority of people I know, again, the, the, the pagans are going, OK, it's going to get cold. I need to get my firewood now. Mm -hmm. I need to get, you know, some salt in case we get snow or ice. I need to write like there's certain things we are already ahead of and planning. We don't wait till the forecast goes oh, we're getting 10 inches of snow next week and then run out and try to buy ice melt with everyone else when it's completely sold out. We've right. already got two bags in the garage. That too is kind of what, it's what generations before us did. They didn't wait for everybody to tell us when what? and why. Right, I mean, it's, uh, when, when is this round? Uh, I want to say December. Mm -hmm. I remember going out and, the, and and my grandparents and everybody starting to plot the uh, the, uh, the garden. Garden, yes, absolutely. We, we got to start now mm -hmm. because again, I, I mean, and here you are in December and you're sitting here thinking, okay, right around the corner is planting season. Yep, and you're tilling in February or yeah, March. Or March, and, yeah. A lot of people have lost touch with that. Even, you know, changes to food, changes to diet, we, we just kind of, it all seems like it's very last second. Like when we show up at the grocery store and go, oh, there are strawberries. It must be spring. What? When, when you got strawberries in the middle of winter. So again, we're. we're yeah. The cycles are a little off. It's not, it, it isn't the convenience of modern life. Is not like it used to be. No. I mean, you know, because it used to be you only had what was in season. Right. So, yes, you didn't see strawberries unless it was May or June. Now you can get them all the time. You know, it's like yeah. Vidalia onions. I mean, they have a season. There's certain. Mm -hmm. Everything does. Every crop has its time. Even animals. I mean, it's the same thing. But we're so used to getting what we want when we want it with no notice. Whatsoever. Right. That we don't. We don't. We. 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 Well, we often lose that connection. Well, we also have, we, I've seen it a lot here lately too, where a lot of people don't, they did not, especially with the shutdowns and stuff. Mm. Oh, well, we just ordered on Amazon. We just yep. do this. If we just get the internet, you know, yeah. we'll be fine. 
Yeah. But nobody realizes somebody has to grow that meat, mm-hmm. slaughter that cow, mm-hmm. cut it up, process it to put it in a package to put it on the shelf. Yes. And the, of course, the result is everybody wants to complain about inflation and talk about how much things cost. And yeah, all that convenience is killing us financially. Oh, God, yes. That is so much of what is causing the 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 economic situation a lot of us are in where it's it's just it's getting rougher for people and we don't put two and two together that it costs a lot of money to be able to have all of the, those those options and those things so readily available again being raised more farm mm-hmm. i'm sorry when you're starting getting to that first harvest and stuff and you're sitting there looking at your corn and all this other stuff and the tomatoes and stuff. You automatically know, okay, this Sunday, yeah, we ain't having no meat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It makes perfect sense because, I mean, it, it, it is living off of the land. It's using what you have. It's just, I think, you know, and I, I see this in, in the younger generation where it's like a whim. You know, they go, oh, I want whatever it is. And because there's so little thought or preparing or, you know, planning there, they just go out, they buy it. It costs them way more than it should have. Right. And then, you know, they have to deal with the repercussions. I mean, what did you ever did you ever hear about the guy who went through the process of making a BLT from scratch? Oh, good Lord. And no, how much, but that's and pretty genius. He 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 grew the wheat, the whole mm-hmm. nine, did everything mm-hmm. he was supposed to do, and and he sat there and calculated how much time, yep. money, and effort it took to make and, that sandwich. To make that one sandwich. Mm-hmm. And he when he came up with the cost and stuff, everybody was kind of like, "What?" Because mm-hmm. this was some outrageous cost. Oh sure, it was probably the world's most expensive BLT whatsoever mm-hmm. but then on the other hand it was probably the world's best blt <laughs> because everything was fresh i mean provided he cured the bacon <laughs> well and he baked a decent <laughs> bread sure <laughs> but yeah it's not something we often think about but when we talk about which is working with what they have that's a prime example less is more Let's talk about the fact that what about witches waiting for certain things to happen to have an actual certain meal? I feel like we have to do that. You know, I mean, again, Mm -hmm. like when I was a kid, I used to get excited over at grandma's house when it snowed. Mm. Because especially if it was the second snow, I got snow cream. Uh, Yep. Where she would set a bowl out there, catch some snow. Yep. Sure. You know, again, this was something you could only have. Right. When it snowed. Of course. Um, you know, I think people who cook do still do that. Like my brother and I will talk about, you know, it's going to be soup season or it's going to be, you know, because we adapt what we're cooking to what's fresh and what's available and the weather. But, eh, you know, if, if you're not really up on the kitchen witchery, that could be challenging. Well, again, you know, it gets winter time and it gets pretty, it, if it stays cold for longer than a week, the first words out of my mouth is, okay, it's time to make some chili. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think it, 
really, it's not even just about, and yet some would say this is part of that process of turning the wheel. You know, right. are we connected to it? That's yeah. what I think. I, yeah. I'm like you. I think this is more about what we really should be talking mm-hmm. about. Maybe we should, and again, maybe we should quit calling it turning the wheel and walking, walking. the wheel. Yeah. It, it is so phenomenal to me how every therapist, every doctor, right? Every medical professional you talk to is, is like, get outside and walk. Like that is the number one thing they want people to do. Is to get outside. Get outside. Go outside and Go walk. Go outside. And yet, you don't see that. There's not, you know, we should be. We should be, you know, springtime. Yeah, we should be out in the woods in, you know, large masses roaming. You should be able to trip over a witch every two steps. Exactly. <laughs> who's, who's foraging for mushrooms or something. Or something. You don't have to worry about getting lost. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it really is. It's just, it's reconnecting. I mean, and even if it's just the farmer's market, I think that that's a wild concept too. Like get out of the grocery store and go directly to some of the growers. Oh God. And I, even if you can't do that, try growing some herbs. That too. Yeah. I mean, one of the most easiest plants. Oh yeah. I, herbs. Yeah. Ignore it's, them. It's not hard. Yeah. <laughs> Rosemary, stick it in the ground. Stick do it. nothing. Do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Except for don't run over with a lawnmower. Yeah, don't do that. I mean, it would smell really good, but. Uh, no, dad's already took out half my rosemary oh, plant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I guess I'll be roasting all the chicken this winter. Now it's gotten big enough he can actually see it. <laughs> good, 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 good. That's excellent. Bless his heart. So, so yeah, it's the, it's, it is, it's being a bit old school. It's, it's getting our heads out from all the electronics and, and getting your hands in some dirt. Mm-hmm. It's always about getting your hands. Always. In some, it's always get your hands dirty people. We have homework and get your hands in dirt. Yep. <laughs> Not necessarily at the same time or in that order, but either way, either way, mm-hmm. us getting pieces of papers with dirt on it. We might actually be even happier than normal. <laughs> Hey, look, I got a little extra. <laughs> At least I know they had their hands in some dirt. <laughs> hey, the funny thing is when the old timers can lick the dirt and tell you where it came from. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, there's so many. We, we do that in, in the rock community a lot. There's there's. Have you tried licking it? Because you can. T- <laughs> I know it sounds ridiculous. Ridiculous. If all else fails, lick it. <laughs> but yeah, you can you can sometimes determine locality based on the way the dirt tastes and smells. Let me go ahead and put that out there. Do not go around licking herbs. No. But, no strange plant licking. But but do lick the rocks. I do. <laughs> I, I I do condone that. Lick the rocks. <laughs> all right, we're gonna call it right there. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another episode. Pagan Coffee Talk is brought to you by Life Temple and Seminary. Please visit us at lifetempleseminary.org for more information, as well as links to our social media. Facebook, Discord, Twitter, YouTube, and Reddit. We travel down this trodden path, the maze of stone and mire. 
Just hold my hand as we pass by a sea of blazing pyres. And so it is the end of our days, so walk with me till morning breaks. And so it is the end of our days, so walk with me till morning breaks.